Hello and welcome to episode two of Nick and Frank Fighting Takes. I'm your host, Frankie Lippold, alongside Nick O'Brien. And on today's show, we have three main topics of point today. Does Jan Blackowitz get his title shot against John Jones? Uh, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury 2. And who are our top five fighters in the UFC as of right now? Let's get right into it. All right, hello, Nick. How you doing today? Doing well. How about yourself? Doing good. Thanks for asking. But uh, let's just start off with uh, the last fight night that took place. Uh, Jan Lakowicz defeats Corey Anderson. Pretty much shuts him up pretty quickly <laughs> with the KO punch. It definitely surprised me. Uh, uh. We both pretty much thought Corey Anderson was going to win, especially after his last fight against Johnny Walker. But... Jan shut him up real quick. Yeah, Corey was the favorite, and then that just one punch just <laughs> knocked his lights out. And then we also saw John Jones there also, um, and they they were smack talking each other. So do you think that is the next fight that's made, or uh, do we still think Dominic Reyes gets the immediate rematch? I still believe Dominic Reyes does get the immediate rematch, just because how much of a fight he put up against John Jones. I mean, Jan yeah. Blaskowitz did fantastic job against Corey Anderson, yep. but his previous fight was against a middleweight who turned light heavyweight. Let's give him another challenger, and then we'll actually see if he deserves the shot. So, what, what, I mean, he's he's on a three-fight win streak. His last loss was to Thiago Santos, <laughs> which is a pretty uh, tough competitor. We saw Santos fight John Jones, and that was a split decision win yeah. for John Jones. But uh, So you, you're still in in the favor of Dominic Reyes. I have to be. I would say, you know what, we should give Jan Blaskowitz, maybe give him the Glover Texarera versus Anthony Smith winner. Okay. Or Tiago Santos, whenever he comes back. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, just looking at it, I mean, they haven't updated the rankings on UFC yet, but obviously Blaskowitz, uh probably should hop Anderson, probably even Cormier, because I don't even know why they still have Cormier ranked yeah, as light heavyweight. I don't think he's going to come back. <laughs> uh, so you'll probably see him behind Anthony Smith and Thiago Santos still. Um, I actually agree with you just because of how good Dominic Reyes was in that first fight against John Jones, how close it was. I still think you give it to Dominic Reyes. And then, like you said, Corey Anderson fight somebody else or could just wait. For the winner of that fight again. Yeah, I'm Blaskowitz, but that's all right, buddy. Oh, did I say it wrong? Yeah, you said Corey. Oh, my fault. <laughs> yeah, give Jan the uh, the winner, or he could just wait it out. Yeah. Um, but also in that in that fight night, a lot of weird shit happened with all these illegal knees. Um, so that just your first the first question I have for you: Do you like the the rule in favor? I know some some fight businesses you're allowed to knee whenever UFC obviously. Sanctioned against it. What are your What's your ruling on on I'm, the knees? I mean, it worked well in Pride. I mean, you could easily kick someone while they're on the ground, right, right in the forehead. I mean, you the injuries. I get it, but I'm just saying, like one. I'll talk one of the illegal knees now. Diego Sanchez against Michael Pereira. Mm-hmm. Diego Sanchez of old would have yeah. kept fighting. This right. Diego Sanchez is new. Who I would say is pretty much on his farewell tour already because he, he knew he was going to lose the fight. Yeah. He knew he, he. You could easily see him telling the ref, uh, "If I if I say yes, why well, win?" Yeah, really. Uh, and the the Brock Weaver uh, won by a legal knee. Kazula uh, Vargas was another one, but we even there's been a string of a lot of legal knees lately. Greg Hardy had one. 
Um, so I don't think the UFC is gonna gonna change the ruling, but um, I mean something's gonna have to come up with it because it's certainly not working right now. And they are, and they already had the new rules in motion. Now they gotta go back and change it again. No, right. Uh, so hopefully they they get something figured out with the illegal knees because I mean you had, you saw Brock Weaver after the fight say that's not illegal where I fight and he's willing to give an immediate rematch to to Vargas. So it just some fighters don't even care about the knees. Some fighters aren't trained to know that they're illegal or think or they just. Don't have the control not to do it. Like them going from a because they go from a different like league. It's a new right. ball game in the UFC. You have to follow all these new rules and everything. Yep. Uh, so our last topic with the first UFC, um, Dan Hooker versus Paul Felder is the next fight night. <laughs> Let's go, Paul Felder. Yeah, the Irish Dragon, baby. Um, so are you uh, hoping uh, Paul Felder becomes victorious in? In this next fight, yeah, I, I really hope so. Yeah, he's a hell of a commentator and an even better fighter. But I mean, that lightweight division's just stacked. He's on a two-fight win streak, <clears throat> beat James Vick, uh, unanimous decision, and then had a split, very close fight with Edison Barbosa that could have went either way. Um, and Dan Hooker's no slouch. No. Um, so if you had to give a prediction, knockout decision, what would you, what would you, what's your thinking here? I would have to go decision. Mm-hmm. Because we both know how Felder and Hooker is. The yep. knockout's kind of rare, and nobody really goes through submissions. Yeah. Especially in way, that way, classic tip like Khabib and Tony Ferguson. Yeah. I would have to go decision. Probably unanimous. You're going to go. So, final prediction, Paul Felder, unanimous decision. Yes. Um, looking on Dan Hooker's side, he just beat uh, Iaquinta and uh, James Vick, uh, his last two fights. But he also did lose to Edison Barbosa, so there is a common factor there. Felder beat Barbosa. Uh, Hooker lost to him, but I'm actually going to be on your side. I'm going to give it to Paul Felder. I'm actually going to go TKO. Just I think Felder catches him. So I'll, I'll later in the fight, third, fourth round. I'll, but I'll I'll go Paul Felder, and we both pick Paul Felder to win. First time both these guys are in the main event of uh, the main card. Right, this card we had to look it up ourselves all the way out in New Zealand. <laughs> so the time difference is huge. So it'll be 4 p.m. this Saturday Eastern. Uh, time for for where we're at um but they're like 16 or 18 hours ahead of us so huge difference there to be on on the lookout uh this saturday and also this saturday we have one of the most anticipated boxing matches in quite some time in recent memory you have deontay wilder versus tyson fury two um the first fight was very close Fury won more rounds, but Wilder had two 10-8 rounds. So, where is your where is your inclining for this fight? Who are you siding with? I'm just saying I am really excited, and I st- I still don't know because it's yeah. in the first fight. Wilder gave his <laughs> best punch against Fury, and really? I thought that was a clear knockout. <laughs> but he got up. He got up. I would still go with Fury, though. I mean his. Technical prowess is just second to none. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would also say I think this fight's going to go majority decision, though. Yeah. They both, they're both they both screaming knockout <laughs> against each other, but I haven't seen these guys in trouble. And, I mean, with yeah. Fury getting back from those two knockdowns, I say nothing can stop him. You're going to have to put a train in there to right. knock him out. 
So you're gonna go with Fury and majority decision? Yes, I think that's my final answer. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to side with you, but I, I will take uh, Deontay Wilder. I think he will hit him again, and this time Fury <laughs> will not get up because you make a great point of, of of him getting up. And Deontay Wilder himself said that's the hardest he's ever hit anybody, and Fury he got himself up. Uh, we're looking at the scorecards from last time. Uh, it looked like Fury. Uh, dominated the first about five rounds in two of the judges' eyes. Somehow, uh, a, a judge gave a lot of the rounds to Wilder, the one that had Wilder 115 to Fury 111. But the other two judges saw the first five rounds pretty one-sided to Fury, and then it sort of evened out, and then the 10-8 rounds came into play. And this goes with like our judging, uh, our talks about the first episode with the judging. It's so we- it's so random when you get to. Um, Go to the decision. Yeah, like with uh, Joe Rogan, what Joe Rogan said, we need like nine, to, uh, nine or eleven judges in there. Right. We can't keep doing it with just three judges. At, at least five. You got, you got to give it something because, I mean, just looking at the scorecards, one judge had it one fifteen, one eleven, uh, in favor of a Wilder. Another judge had it one fourteen, one twelve, Fury, and then the final judge had it one thirteen, one thirteen, draw. Um, but either way, it was a very close fight. With those two 10-8 rounds, really made it uh, weird with the judging. Yeah, it was definitely a difference when you have those two 10-8 uh, rounds be knock knockdowns. No, absolutely. Um, so your final uh, prediction, you'll go Fury majority decision. And then I'll go, I'll go seventh round KO for Wilder. And there was uh, something with this contract that there is a clause. Uh, for a third fight, the the loser has 30 days to uh, activate the clause. So let's just say if the fight was close, uh, you you don't think there'd be two draws in a row. Someone will win it this time. Someone has <laughs> you, to win it this you, time. You'd hope. Um, but would you be opposed to a third match? I wouldn't be. But I've seen what Fury has been talking about through the media, saying if he beats Wilder this time, it will be like it will be his retirement fight. Mm-hmm. I still don't believe that with because how much money they're pulling in for this fight. Oh yeah. And if there's a third one, it's just going to be off the charts. Especially if this fight's close. Yeah. Because um, you you'd have to think Wilder. Uh, neither of these guys have ever lost. They they're both forty and oh twenty eight no, and then the the one tie they have with each other, but. I mean, this is going to be really shaping up to be a really fun Saturday. Saturday afternoon, you have the UFC fight night, and then you'll have this fight of prime time, top tier uh, boxing championship fight. Uh, I cannot wait for this Saturday. I make sure my whole scale, whole calendar is clear for this. I'm just glad I didn't have to choose between the two. <laughs> no, really. And you'll find both of them on ESPN Plus. Yeah, yeah, but. Unless you find some other ways, yes. but <laughs> we'll keep that on the download. Yes, we um, won't tell if you won't. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, and then we'll we'll swing it back for the UFC here. Uh, we're, we we're trying to figure out fun topics that we could incorporate for the show, and uh, the one that we'll touch on today is the top five fighters in UFC right now. Um, excuse me, all all male fighters. <laughs> all all male fighters, top five fighters right now. Not who's had the best history, just the pound per pound uh, best fighters. So George, let's start with your number five fighter. My number five has to be Israel Adesanya. I mean, he's a fantastic fighter. Don't get me wrong, but with this fight coming up with Yo Romero, yep. that is his first title defense. Yep, absolutely. My pre my next four have had longer title defenses. And also, plus he's so new. To, uh, 
he's so new to the sport, especially UFC, because I also have him as number five. And this he's only had seven UFC fights yeah. compared to uh, the other guys that we have in front of him. Adesanya's 18-0, middleweight champion. Pretty impressive wins with uh, Robert Whitaker uh, destroying him, and then he won the interim belt against From, Kevin Gastelum, which, which was fight of the year. Yeah. Um, so we both have Adesanya five. You go to your number four now. My number four is going to be Jorge Masvidal. And I know what I said before about the title defenses and things, yep. but this guy is just going through the competition. He uh, knocked out Darren Till. He's your, knocked, bo- <laughs> your boy even Askren. Yeah, my boy night. Askren, which made, made me cry reti- that night. <laughs> made him retire. <laughs> and then he had the phenomenal fight against Diaz. We don't know what would have happened with Dr. Stoppage. But it was pretty clear he won the first three rounds. Diaz was going to have to stop him, yeah. which wouldn't did not seem likely at the time. I would have to agree with that. Yeah. But so that's your number four. Yeah, fighter. that's my number four. Just one fighter of the year. <laughs> um, so my number four, I'll, I'll, I'll go Henry Cejudo, fifteen and two, the flyweight and uh, bantamweight champion, also an Olympic gold medalist. Uh, got a really good record. Um, and I just see him as one of the better fighters in the world right now. Two-division champion, uh, was a gold medalist, and he's got a few title defensive uh, title defenses of his own, although he is going to relinquish one of the belts. Um, but he will be my number four fighter. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe, it, maybe in a few months he'll fight Valentina Shevchenko for the belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did see that before. But it is shaping up like it'll be Jose Aldo next. Um, so that would be a good fight if would it does happen. Would be a great happen. fight, yeah. Um, so we'll swing to you for your number three fighter. Well, my number three has to be Stipe Miocic. The guy's phenomenal. Yep. He's easily the greatest heavyweight of all time. With yes, all sir. His, with all his title defenses. Say it for the people in the back. <laughs> and I'm just really excited because I believe his next fight is going to be DC3. And we need to find yep. out a true, true winner in that. Yeah. Um, so for me, I also have Stipe 3, 18-3 uh, heavyweight championship. He's won the belt twice. Uh, defended it three times against some of the better fighters. Dos Santos, Overeem, Naganu de- defended against. Um, beat Verdum to get the belt and then won it back against from D.C. Um, and we, like we touched on the first show, how the heavyweight division is kind of weird right now because uh, we have Rosenstreich and Naganu coming up, which both of those dudes really could fight for the belt. <laughs> yeah. um, you just saw, um, oh, what's the one guy who just won? Um, let me look. I got the rankings right here. I Are you didn't... talking about the previous uh, pay-per-view? Yeah, here it is. Uh, heavyweight. Oh, Lewis. Um, Are you thinking Derek oh, Court, uh, Court, Court, Curtis Blades oh, Curtis. slipped my mind. <laughs> um, but he he's up there too now. Uh, Derek Lewis just won like you touched on. So the heavyweight d- uh, division is really weird to see who he fights next. Um, but as of right now, we both have him as number three. And then here's where we have our, mi- our mix-up. <laughs> Number, who is your number two fighter? My number two, and I know it's going to be tough for a lot of people to hear this, but it has to be John Jones. I don't know if it has to be, but I, you I, have it. Yeah, I have it as John Jones, and I just got to say this: it was really difficult betw- to choose between him and my number one guy. Yeah, which is pretty which, obvious. Which <laughs> is pretty obvious, but I have I have to go by his previous fights. Yep, his three his three last fights went to a decision. You're true. His uh, last fight was a controversial, unanimous decision, and then his previous fight before that was against Tiago Santos, which we touched on before, which was a split decision. So, John Jones, for you, number two. Uh, My number two is Khabib Nurmagomedov, 28-0, 
lightweight champion of the world, uh, one of the the best fight. You're pretty you're, you're pretty much splitting hairs between these two. Yeah. Because these two are definitely the top two. It's whatever, like you said, you have you like guys that can finish. For me, as long as you win the fight and defend the belt, um, it's not the biggest deal in the world. Obviously, you would like a finish like uh, Khabib had against Poirier and McGregor. Um, but nonetheless, Khabib, 28 No, I was doing some research on Khabib. Um, he's gone to decision 10 times, and he's never had a split decision. So if you – just another really hard reason uh, to beat him because you, no judge has ever given another guy the, the win. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. One that, of the best ever. Yeah, one, it, you could easily say yeah. that. I could see them if any if, because they were talking before yeah. about George St. Pierre coming back to fight him. Yeah. But I just have to say I'm excited for him uh, and him Ferguson. That's going to um, be a fantastic fight. And yeah, then, we we have a difference of opinions on that one, <laughs> which we'll touch on closer when that fight comes. But um, as of right now, for me, Khabib number two. Um, and then your number one fighter is... Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yeah. His fights are just phenomenal. And when he's, he takes you down, you stay down. Yeah. Because uh, we saw in that last fight against Poirier. Poirier almost knocked him out. He was on shaky feet. And then Khabib settled himself down, got him to the ground, and then got the choke. Um, so, same with McGregor, you could say. Yeah. Mc- because McGregor had a great stand-up. I know they yep. were going back and forth, but I mean, Khabib's not really that much of a striker. But and he did—he caught him with that one fake the the takedown, and came with the right uh, with the right overhook. Yeah, and then once he got him on the ground, he locked his legs up, and then it was like a wrap. He, said, he went for the neck crank, and it, it was, was over. <laughs> it was over. Um, and then for me, my number one is your number two, uh, John Jones. For me, um, like I t- sort of touched on when when Nick said it earlier, um, like he said. He's been defending the belt. It hasn't been pretty. Certainly hasn't been pretty. He lost, lost quite a few rounds and lost a fight in one judge's eye against Tiago Santos. But uh, nonetheless, John Jones, for me, he's 26-1, and one, but really that should be uh, a, a no contest. Should be 26-0-2 because um, his, he also had one win stripped of him from the DC fight. He um, and he that twenty six and one that one loss it wasn't him against Matt Hamill which it says in the result it yeah. was him against Steve Mazzagatti. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really with the with the elbows it was elbows. Yes, it yep. was a downward elbow and yep. Steve Mazzagatti was trying to talk to a deaf guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, truly. Um, but the top five fighters right now, and then we also like uh, who are, who's your guys outside looking in right now? Like six, seven, eight. I would have to say Usman. Yeah, just because I mean he dis- he destroyed Woodley, yeah, and then he had a great fight against Covington. Yeah, he's right there outside. Yeah, um, and then for me the outside guys looking in like you t- you had Jorge and Jorge's just out for me. Uh, McGregor's just out for me coming back having that great win against Cowboy, and then Usman's right there also. So six, seven, eight. I mean you're you're pretty much splitting hairs. You could have made a case that Usman could have been against uh, ahead of Adesanya, Cejudo. I know you didn't have Cejudo in. <laughs> Uh, your rankings. You just not a fan of Cejudo? I have to say I'm not a fan. I don't like his opinion. He's a great fighter. I just don't like his opinions that much. So you're t- you have a personal vendetta? Yeah, personal okay. vendetta. So, uh, Henry Cejudo, if you're ever listening to this, uh, <laughs> yeah. Nick is not a fan. He likes the way you fight, but your opinions... I don't, uh, Shevchenko could give him a run for his money. Yeah. Can't wait to see that fight. <laughs> yeah, truly. Um, so do you have any final... Uh, Notes for upcoming. We touch on the the future fight night, the the boxing fight this Saturday. Great Saturday of fights. 
Yeah, and I also have to say, in a few months from now, our top five lists can easily change. Oh, absolutely, because Adesanya could move up or move down if he defends the belt. Uh, Stipe waiting for a fight. Uh, and then Tony, uh, Khabib is right there, too. Tony's another guy just on the outside looking in because he's on a massive win streak. You can easily see someone from the outside looking in or very wild. Yeah. And then one, one fighter we did not touch on um, who is actually number five in the pound per found men rankings, um, neither of us had Daniel Cormier. Uh, let's, why, why no for you? I would have to say D- DC is my boy, but it w- like he's not a champion right now. Mm-hmm. He, he lost to the two who two people who are on our list and Doc yep. Jones and Stipe. Yep. Both were finishes, but we don't know. This third fight, if he manages to pull it out, he could easily be in the top five, like I said. Yeah, but as of right now, he's behind even my guys, Usman, McGregor, Masvidal, um, because um, of, of the last fight, like you said, could have easily won that fight against Stipe, chose not to listen to to his camp, to his side, could was controlling the first two, two and a half rounds, um, and then he tried to stand up with Stipe, and Stipe uh, just said, what are you doing, pal? <laughs> I would have to agree with you. I mean, his he was taking him down, he was doing great wrestling-wise, yep. but he again, he didn't cover his body, and that was Stipe's main point of attack. Yep, so... Um, Cormier out for us. Is there any fighter that's lower on your ranks that that could be shooting up soon? Um, a lot. I have a few. Unfortunately, this is a men's list, like we said. Yeah. I easily was debating putting Amanda Nunes on. Right. Him. Even Shevchenko. Even Shevchenko, because they're dominating their uh, division, and they've yep. been dominating it for a while now. Yeah, the flyweight, bantamweight, all run through them. But talking through men, I did put Volkanovski on here. Just because he just beat Holloway. He's going to have to defend the belt. He's going to have to defend, which is going to be Max Holloway again. We hope. We, we hope. <laughs> we hope. So that will be a great second fight. And Holloway could easily make it back, make it on this list. Right, Max Holloway, if he defended that belt against Volkanovski, um, he definitely would have been on our lists. I know he would have been on mine. Yeah, he would have been. He's just an exciting fighter, and he was a great champion. Yeah, the two for me, uh, really the three, like uh, Volkanovski... And Holloway, the winner of that fight, if they do end up getting that fight booked again, will move up uh, super high in my rankings. And then you have uh, Tony Ferguson, for me, is just outside looking into. He's on this massive win streak. Finally, hopefully no injuries come up with him and Khabib. We can pray. (laughs) We can pray to the heavens that the fight actually happens because it'll be... I know we'll have strong opinions when that fight comes around. We will, but they have scheduled this fight four times already. Yeah. This is the closest we've got. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, it is. So, uh, I, I'm good on my side. Any final notes you want to touch on? I'm good on my side. And like I said before, I can't wait for this year of fights to happen. Yep, absolutely. So, thank you guys for tuning in for episode two of Nick and Frank Fighting Takes. Uh, we will catch you guys next week.